Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. When the game goes into overtime. But... The game goes into overtime. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local convenience store today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome back to On The Money. A reminder, sports are fast. Betting shouldn't be, which is why it's important to set limits. Know the risks and pause before you play. To learn more, visit pausebeforeyouplay.org. It is draft time on On The Money. And what we're going to do is we're going to do a little college football national championship draft. Dave and I are each going to draft five teams. Are we doing five or four? You want to do five? We'll go 10 deep. No, let's go 8 This deep. was your idea, and you put 4 in the sh- in the sheet, All so right. we can do whatever you want, man. I don't care. All right. We got, we, we got like a lot of money on this. We're going to go... 5 large, right? 4 each, 8 deep on uh, teams that we think have the best chance of winning the college football national championship. We're going to do... We're going to flip a $20 bill. Wherever it lands on the floor. Okay, you call it. Okay, uh, one, two, three. Uh, heads! It's heads. Heads. I am going to take... Andrew Jackson. I am actually going to defer and take picks two and three. No, I I said we were not doing a snake draft. Oh, we're not? We're not doing... No. I thought you said I made up the rules to this draft. Not with this few of teams, but that's the one thing that I said during the break. You're like my wife. You just tuned me out. (laughs) I don't don't blame you, but I totally said that. (laughs) You just completely tuned it out. You're like, oh, yeah. One of my favorite parts about our show is last Sunday, after I got done and we went to break, I said, well, what did you think about what I just said? And you were like, I'm sorry. I was tuning you out. I was just honest. I I said I completely thinking about the teas. <laughs> well, no, because we were a little break, a little late to get to break, and I was just like wait, waiting for you to wrap up, but I don't want to do the thing that a lot of people do that I don't like, which is like, you know, go like, have, they're having a conniption over here. Like, I was just trying to be cool, and now, but I was waiting I was until you were done talking, and I was like, all right, we got to go to break, boom, and then you're like, so what do you think about that? I'm like, I just got to be straight with you, man. I, I completely like tuned you out. That was hilarious. Right, we better get I to the draft. That. All right, yeah. It's, people are dying to know All right. who the number one pick the, is going to be. Right, you go first. And I will go number one. And you know what? Gosh, I hate to do it. I really do. Uh, you know, and I'm not going to do it. I changed my mind. I'm not, I'm not going with them, number one. Let me go with Ohio State at number one. Yes, I'm going to stick with Ohio State at number one since we're only putting five bucks on the line here. Or, or is it a lunch? What did we decide? 
I thought we said five large, but five. yeah, five. So which me for me that means five dollars. Okay, five bucks. Yes. I'm taking Ohio five. State at number one. Okay, all right. I'm going to take Georgia. Okay, I'm not taking Michigan. Um, Jeez, you got to you take your boys. You're so them. passionate about this team all go. year. I got to stick with it. I'm going to go Washington at pick three. Say, you were. You were their hype crew during the offseason. Okay. Washington. Washington. Georgia. I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm, I'm just gonna get that that SEC cornered. I'm gonna take Alabama. Ooh. Sweet home. Well, okay. At pick five for the value, I do want to get that five dollars. So I guess I, I, I should probably grab Michigan. The cheaters at pick five. All right, I'm taking Michigan at pick five. That gives me Ohio State, Washington, Michigan. You have the SEC cornered with George, Alabama. Who's pick number six? Yeah. Um, so obviously it's between Florida State and Oregon here. Let me think about this. Just because there's a, I think Oregon's the better team, but just because there's a chance if they lose to Washington, they're out. Florida State just has an easy path. Florida State will at least be in. So I will take Florida State and leave you the Ducks. I love it. I, you know what? I wish this was this was five hundred dollars and not five dollars because I am dominating you. Well, five in this large draft. would be five thousand dollars. <laughs> uh, so again, I've cornered uh, the Pac-12 with Oregon and Washington. I've got the Big Ten with Ohio State and Michigan. And you have one pick remaining, sir. Yeah, I mean, it's irrelevant. Like, I, I think there's probably, you know, six teams have a chance. Well, seven, including Oregon and Washington, but one of those is going to cancel yeah, each other out. Yeah, that's who I'm going to take is Texas. But I, Texas, even if they get in, they're not going to do anything. But I'll take Texas to okay. round my team out. Uh, let's go with our actual top three. I mean, we did our draft here. We got our eight. If you were, let's say you had to pick the top three most likely to win the national championship in an order. At this point, for me, it would probably be Georgia 1, Michigan 2, because of that game being at, at Michigan, the Ohio State-Michigan being uh, up, up in Ann Arbor, and the number three would be Alabama. That would probably be my actual rankings. Dave, your thoughts. Wonder, your I'm your wondering top what three. was just the... Ringing in my ear there. No, I think um, I'm with you. I mean, I think it'd probably be for me would be Georgia. Alabama's really come on. I still give. I have maybe you know. I just have this hunch Ohio State's going to take care of business against Michigan. Um, I'm going to put Ohio State up there. I'll put Ohio State two and I'll put Bama three. Yeah. All right. This was fun. This draft was fun. Let's do another one. Let's do a NFL version of this draft, a Super Bowl draft. That is next on On the Money. This is Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome back to On The Money. Now Scotty and I are going to do a NFL draft. We're going to draft Super Bowl teams. It's pretty simple. Whoever drafts the winner of the Super Bowl wins the bet. This time we're going to go 10 large. Ooh. We're not messing around here. Jeez, Dave. Ten? Yeah, we're dropping Hamiltons. All right. I mean, geez. Don't act like you've never seen a 10 before. Let's go. Okay, so I got the first pick. We're each going to draft four teams. Again, 
The goal is to get the Super Bowl champion. So I will take the Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh, my Philadelphia Eagles. A little reverse psychology on you there. Yeah, it really is, and I like it. Um, I would love that to be the Super Bowl champion. However, I actually believe that the Super Bowl champion will come out of the AFC, and I think it will be the Kansas City Chiefs. So I will take the Chiefs as my pick. Okay. Even though I dislike them with a passion, give me the Baltimore Ravens as my second pick. Wow. Okay, I didn't see you going Ravens. I think they're the second I didn't best. see that either. I think they're the second best team in the AFC. They just lose. And I don't think the Chiefs are at home. I think the to Chiefs are not as good as they were the last two years. The we'll Brownies. A um, quarterback with a broken shoulder beat them. I'm gonna. I loved this team last year heading into the playoffs, and they just had too many injuries, and it killed them. And I know they lost three games in a row, and I know Brock Purdy's the quarterback, but I got to take the 49ers as my second pick. If you're giving me the Chiefs and the 49ers, I think I'm pretty happy with that lineup going into the playoffs. So give me, give me the, the 49ers at pick number four. I feel some Thanksgiving vibes coming on. With that being said, I'm going to take the Detroit Lions. Oh, wow. Yeah, buddy. They're legit, man. They're legit. But They're totally man, legit. I don't know if they have the defense to win the Super Bowl. I think that's a little crazy. You know who does have the defense that can Cowboys. win the Super Bowl? It's the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, and, and look... Uh, they have had the weirdest year, right? Where at, at times they look fantastic, and then at times you watch them and they're like, and you're like, "Yep, this is the Cowboys team that's going to lose first round, like they do every single year." But I will take the Cowboys, and I think that's good value for me since you reached on the Lions. <laughs> okay, despite what happened last week, although I, th- I thought the Texans played really well, I'm going to take the Bengals. I think. They're going to sneak in the playoffs, and if they're in the playoffs, they will be dangerous with that defense and Joe Burrow. Hopefully T. Higgins is not uh, sitting out games by then. Um, but yeah, I'm a, I'll take the Bengals. And a little on the money behind the scenes, Mr. Dave Biddle took a little walk after the game on Sunday, something he usually does not do, apparently. Neighbors even took notice, so there was some anger coming just out. Just one neighbor. It's some smoke coming out of those ears last Sunday, but Stroud was just oh so un- good. Believable. One of my coworkers was like, "Hey, I meant to ask you. Like, he said, what was we did the podcast on Monday? And he was like, I meant to ask you. I forgot what was it like to root against Stroud. I'm like, it was kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, then, then every time he threw the ball, it was like he was like saying, "See, you shouldn't root against me." I'm like, "Listen, man. Like, I, I love you. I love you. But like, I got to root against you today." And he, man, he now has Rookie of the Year locked up, and now he's getting a lot of love for MVP. Just the fact that that's even a thing halfway through the season blows my mind. Dave, he is minus. A thousand to be offensive rookie of the year, which basically means done, right? I mean, it's over. Jameer Gibbs, I think, is second, and I think he was 18 to one to be offensive rookie of the year. So no chance there. And then I'm glad you brought up the MVP because he's 25 to one to be NFL MVP, which is like the seventh best odds of anyone in the league. All right. Team Mr. Irrelevant for me. Pick number eight. Yeah. I, I I like the guessing stuff. Give it a guess. Dolphins. Yes, that was that. That's my pick. The Dolphins. If you look at the betting odds, the Dolphins are actually fifth on the list. Uh, I I don't think the the Dolphins have it to to win the Super Bowl, but you know I think I, I've got them more valuable to me. And how shocking is it, Dave, at this point in the season that we are probably we're we're eight teams deep in a draft and we are not including the Buffalo Bills at all, right? The wild. 
Who would have thought that at the beginning of the year without even any huge injuries to like Josh Allen or Diggs or anything? Yeah, they look bad. And, you know, firing Ken Dorsey, it's like, okay. I mean, <laughs> moving around the deck chairs on the Titanic, it's like, okay. I mean, I don't know if promoting from within is really going to solve your problems there. Dable was like a good offensive coordinator for them. I thought he was a good head coach. He, he was NFL coach of the year last year, and now the Giants are complete trash. I don't know about Dable. I know he was a good offensive coordinator for them, but uh, our old friend Ken Dorsey from the 2002 National Championship game getting canned yesterday. Yeah, that was interesting, right? I mean, the fact that this Bills offense has struggled as much as they have, and, and I've bet the Bills so many times. I even took them on the money line on Monday night, thinking, okay, you're going up against the Broncos at home. You're a touchdown favorite. Just win the game. They'll win the game. And uh, it was ugly. They were stupid. They made so many mistakes and lost that game outright. Coming up on the money is this or that. That's coming up next on the money. More of Hollywood casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling. Coming up on ONN. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Guys, at lunch today, we had a little fansgiving here at the office, and it had a lot of great yummy food, but we had good conversation as well. And I happened to make a bet during this conversation. It, we were basically determining, okay, what is this Ohio State basketball gonna, team going to be this year? And I said, they're going to be a tournament team. I will put a lunch on the line on that. So let's do this or that. And let's talk about Ohio State hoops. Here they come, yo. Here they come. Here they come, yo. Here they come. Here they come. Okay, guys. Are you getting with I made a good bet and the Buckeyes are going to be an NCAA tournament team this year? Or are you getting with that that they are not going to be good and they are not going to make the tournament and I'm going to lose my lunch bet? I think you're going to lose your lunch. Oh, I, I hope I'm wrong. And I predicted coming into the year they would make the tournament. They just, it just looks like second verse, same as the first to me through these first two games. And you got to give Texas A&M their credit. It's a ranked team, but they come in here. Ohio State was actually favored in that game, and you know Texas A&M was just in the second half at least clearly the better team. You barely beat Oakland in the opener. Um, some people might be hearing this like after this game has ended, but you're nine minutes left at home against Merrimack in a game favored by 24. You're leading by eight. Uh, I just with see Merrimack's just, best player out. But yes, <laughs> but yes. Uh, I, man, I hope I'm wrong. I think they're going to miss it. Yeah, you know what? The, the Big Ten this year is not deep, so I, I felt pretty good that Ohio State could maybe get a top five, top six finish in the league and be a tournament team. After what I've seen through almost three games, I kind of 
changed my mind, but I did make the bet. I think somehow, some way, they'll find their way in. But man, I am not confident. Are they serving alcohol at the party? Is that why? Sometimes, like, no. you know, if you have a, a few libations, you might like, get a little confident. Like, yeah, man, I'll tell you what's going to happen right now. It's like, oh, uh, maybe if you're sober, you might be like, nah, maybe not. But you were sober making this bet. Yeah, all I, all I was drinking was uh, a Coca Cola. Oh, well, and well, I was confident. Scotty Vegas on Coke. Is that what the the promo says? <laughs> yeah. Coke coked out Scotty yeah. Vegas. That's what they meant. Huh? That's it. That's it. Yeah, I, I think they find a way. Ryan? I have faith, I believe, in these freshmen, and they're going to figure out a way to get them incorporated. They're going to get their system down. Uh, I think Scotty Middleton, uh, Tayson Chapman made his return tonight. So I think... Uh, I think that Ohio State will figure this out. I have a lot of faith in these freshmen. I think they will be a tournament team. You guys getting with no one will go pro early from this Ohio State basketball team. Not that there's a lot of candidates, but you never know. It seems like there's not a candidate and someone goes pro every year. You get with no one's going to go pro early this year. So basically you're, you're getting with Bruce Thornton or Roddy Gale not going pro. Are you getting with someone actually will go pro early off this Ohio State basketball team? That's a good question because... You're right, Dave. Multiple years now, you wouldn't have, you definitely wouldn't have expected Bryce Sensabaugh last year to be a one and a one and done guy. I don't think a lot of people thought Malachi Branham was going to be a one and done guy. So it does seem to be the trend is that someone will step up and be a surprise. But no, I don't think anybody is going to be quite good enough to go early. So I'm going to say no one leaves early. I agree with you. I think Thornton might be tempted. Maybe Gale will be if they have. Really good finishes to this year. But I think, you know, for once, everybody's going to come back. I'm going to say, I'm going to disagree with you Uh-oh. guys. Scotty Middleton? I think Scotty Middleton is going to do like a Malachi Branham, and he's going to hit Big Ten play, and he's going to take off like a rocket. I mean, nobody had Malachi through the first half of his freshman year going pro, uh, but he got hot, and he became the go-to guy for that team. So I think Scotty Middleton will. You know, good point, Ryan, about uh, about Branham, because I would say for the first month and a half, it was like, OK, what are you really going to get out of this freshman? And then he just exploded. I think they, he had a game on the road against Rutgers, which was like his coming out. And then he just went on a huge run and then he left early. But uh, all right. What's your what's your uh, this or that? All right, guys, this one is inspired by some Reese's covered pretzels. Oh. I got the other day. Are you getting with chocolate covered pretzels? Or are you getting with peanut butter covered pretzels? Ooh, that's a good one. I am getting with chocolate covered pretzels. I can. I, this is why it's a good one. I like. I like both a lot. I'm getting with the chocolate covered pretzels. I actually really like vanilla covered pretzels, but if you were to limit it to those two, chocolate or peanut butter, and we're not going chocolate and peanut butter, I'm going to go with chocolate. This is kind of weird, guys, because I love the peanut butter filled pretzels, but the peanut butter covered pretzels, I don't think are as good as the chocolate. I like the chocolate and the salty together, so I'm going to make it a sweep. Let's go chocolate. All right. We know that Ohio State Michigan game coming up. We got Thanksgiving in eight days. My favorite holiday of the entire year is Thanksgiving. Uh, but I want to ask you guys this OSU Michigan game. Would you prefer to watch it with a lot of people or would you prefer to watch it by yourself? So it's you in a room or it's, uh, 
eight to ten people in a room. How much would you, if you knew I was being honest, how much would you like to bet on my answer? Because I know you know my answer. I would probably put a million dollars on it. Yes. I know your answer. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, by myself. You, I'm getting with, there's no, uh, those people that might be with me, I mean, they'd be in danger. Their health would be in danger, their safety, and mine too. So, I, yeah, I'm going to watch the game by myself, especially that game. If it's really any game with my teams, I want to watch it by myself. I guess if it's not like a huge game, it doesn't matter. But yeah, if a huge game like that, I need to be watching that solo. And I will be at Hollywood Casino Columbus, my favorite place to watch a game. And I will be watching the OSU-Michigan game there. If I had a choice, if it, if I was watching in a living room, either by myself or with a group of people, I got to have people around me. I, I've got to have people that I'm frustrated with or that I'm happy with. So yeah, I, I want to watch with people. Ryan? So... I guess it kind of depends on the people. Like, I have a select group of people that I watch, like, games I care about with. Or you're going to be at the casino, and it's a big atmosphere, and I would be with you, you know, Scotty. Would you like that? I could do that. But in general, big games, my teams, I'm going to watch it by myself. I remember all by my lonesome watching the 2002 National Championship game, and I had the time of my life. So I'm going to go with by myself. I couldn't imagine watching a national championship and then celebrating it as it's happening by myself. I really couldn't. And did you, Dave, as far as watching championship games, you watched the the Bengals Super Bowl by yourself? I did. Yeah, I was in the man cave. Now my, my wife was watching it upstairs, and we watched the halftime show together and everything. Just just like Evan McPherson found a way to watch the halftime show coming out for the uh, yeah with Dr. Dre and Snoop and all them. But uh, yeah, I watched the Super Bowl by myself. Now, 2002 national championship game. I had a buddy over and um, my girlfriend at the time, wife now. We watched it together, and then 14, I was there in uh, Dallas covering the game. So Arlington. So yeah, uh, I like covering. I like watching huge games by myself. Okay, this is spark from. An idea from Sunday Shooks. We talked about this a little bit about who put more talent in the NBA between Chris Holtman and Thad Modics. We're talking about like, well, Holtman's results haven't been that good, but at least he's put a lot of talent in the NBA. You get with Mata put more talent in the NBA or Holtman? I'm going to get with Thad did. I'm going to take Thad over Chris in just about everything. Um, but yeah, I think in, in as far as talent goes, you had Greg Oden, who was the number one pick. I know his career didn't work out. I know Mike Conley. Look at the career that Mike Conley has had. Um, so, yeah, you know, there were other fringe guys that stuck around for a while. But yeah, I'm going to go with, with Thad's guys. You know, I, I'm thinking D'Angelo Russell, his career is still really strong. So yeah, give me Thad. Yeah. Evan Turner was the number two overall pick of the yeah. draft and lasted in the league. But was he a great player? No, but he's better Solid. than, better than anybody that, that Holtman's put in the league. Absolutely. And he's like an afterthought compared to like great. Well, Greg Oden, obviously is not an afterthought, but like, you know, Mike Conley. J.J. Sullinger was a first-round pick. As you said, D'Angelo Russell, number two pick of the draft. Daquan Cook, first-round pick. Costa Kufa's first-round pick. B.J. Mullins, first-round pick. I give Mata credit for Tate and Kata Bates-Diop. Do you give Mata credit for Kata Bates-Diop and Tate, or do you for do you give Holtman? Kind of split them? I would split, yeah. I'm I'd... definitely, and then Deshaun Thomas was a second-round pick, but I, it's Mata by a landslide. Yeah. Yeah, I think the, the Thad Five alone, you got to give it to Mata right there. All right, when we come back on On the Money, we are going to talk NFL Bengals, Ravens tomorrow night. Let's talk about who you should bet on. This is On the Money. 
This is Hollywood Casinos on the Money. On the Money. Presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. From ONN. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome back to On The Money. Dave Biddle, Scotty Vegas, Ryan Baker. Big game for the Bengals tomorrow night. There you have that stench from their uh, loss against the Texans. Give C.J. Stroud all the credit, but the Bengals um, had a chance to win that game. And, um, you know, Tyler Boyd's been a really good player for the Bengals. Drop it would have been a game-winning touchdown pass most likely. But if they can beat the Ravens tomorrow, all is good. I don't have a good feeling about this game, though. T. Higgins is out. Sam Hubbard is still out. Bengals are banged up. Ravens are healthy. Eh, I don't feel that good about it. Ravens a three and a half point favorite. And I'm kind of with you. I feel like the Ravens are probably the play. I hate the hook. I hate that it's three and a half and not three. But I do think that they are probably the play. And here's the deal. Look at the AFC North odds. They're pretty funny at this point. So you've got the Ravens at minus 120. And then you've got the Bengals, Browns, and Steelers. These are current. They are plus 450, all three of them. So it's kind of a weird scenario. But I want to get your level of concern, Dave, because Joe Burrow had a couple of bad throws, a couple of really bad interceptions, and that really hurt. And as you mentioned, the drop in the end zone, the, the Bengals looked like they were going to pull off this miracle comeback uh, off a pick from C.J. Stroud late that kind of set things up for him but they weren't able to get it done. What's your level of concern for the Bengals and just making the playoffs this year? You know, it's a, uh, I don't know, like a five. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm mildly concerned about it. I still think they have a good chance. That was a bad loss, though, even though the Texans played well. The Texans are a lot better than people think, not just because of C.J. Stroud. They got a good, hard-hitting defense. Um, their offensive line's better, I think, than people realize. Their wide receiving crew is better than people realize, even without Nico Collins. How about Noah Brown stepping up? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Has every game been like the uh, Oklahoma game for him lately? Like, good for him. Good for him, and obviously good for CJ. But, yeah, man, I mean, I'm concerned about it. It's definitely not like a two or a three, but it's not like sounding alarms either. Like, I still feel like it's probably more likely than not that the Bengals are going to make the playoffs or sneak in. Um, but it also is not going to shock me if they miss the playoffs because they put themselves in that hole by starting one and three. Leaves you very little room for error, especially when you play a first place schedule. So their schedule is is certainly not easy going down the stretch. Um, t- that's why tomorrow night is huge for them. It feels like that last week, that uh, week 18 or their 17th game where they're going to play against the Browns could very well come down to one's getting in, one's not getting in. That's how that's how close it feels like these teams are going to be, whether they're going to make it or not. All right, let's switch gears quickly to the Browns. Steelers, devastating news this morning for Browns fans about Deshaun Watson being out 
for the season with the shoulder surgery. Browns, though, still a one-point favorite now at home against the Steelers on Sunday. This is a game I am going to completely stay away from. I have no idea what to expect. The one thing I do expect is a low-scoring game because you got two really good defenses. Take the under, right? Uh, yeah. yeah it's but, like, the, but the over-under is 32 and a half. Hey, it's like another black and gold team like Iowa, man. Take yeah. that under. I mean, the Steelers, like they normally do, they'll find a way to win the game, but they'll probably get outgained. I don't know. I mean, here's what I, I want to see the prop bets for Dorian Thompson Robinson's rushing yards. I think the Browns have to use him as a runner. He was a good runner in college. Um, you can't major in that, but like if his rushing yards are over under something like 24 and a half, I'm hitting that. I'm hitting that over. Yeah, that will be interesting to see what they try to do with those player props. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk a little more OSU football, get you ready for the weekend against Minnesota. This is on the money. Hollywood Casinos on the money. On the money. Presented by Ohio for responsible gambling. Coming up on ONN. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Buckeyes favored by 27 and a half over visiting Minnesota on Saturday. Game is at 4 p.m. You, of course, can hear the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels and Jim Lachey on 97.1. The fan, the game on TV is on Big Ten Network again, 4 p.m. Buckeyes favored by 27 and a half, opened at 28 and a half which is exactly what we predicted on Sunday's show. Um, I don't know, man. I'm like With the point spread in this one, I, I, I'll probably stay away from it because I feel like if the Buckeyes wanted to cover, they could, but like as soon as they get a big lead, what are they going to do? They know what's, what's coming next week. They're going rightfully so, rightfully so. As soon as they get a big lead, if they're able to do that, they're going to get those starters out of there. Yeah, this one, Dave, is is about staying healthy, right? Just like what we said two weeks ago, the most important thing in the Michigan State and the Minnesota game is stay healthy, get a big lead early, and play young kids in the second half. One for one. They were able to do that, and right on cue, they got it done in, against Michigan State. Now you got to do it, same thing. Two weeks in a row against Minnesota. This is a really, really bad Minnesota team. I mean, Dave, they gave up 49 points to the worst team in the Big Ten at the time, Purdue. So that is really, really bad. And they can't, they're also coming off a loss at home to Illinois. This is a game where I think Ohio State could probably name the points. I'm surprised that the point spread hasn't gone up a little bit. Instead, it's gone a little bit the other way. Dave, I would actually be happy to give the 27 and a half. I think Ohio State gets this done, probably wins this game again by, by five touchdowns. I would, I would guess so yeah i'm willing to give the points i'm concerned about the injuries certain amount up for the buckeyes lathan ransom's not gonna be back for the michigan game coach day basically said that he says he's not gonna be back in the next couple weeks so do the math there mike hall gave a very ominous answer when asked about mike hall on tuesday i'm concerned mike hall's not gonna be back for the michigan game i hope i'm wrong there um some other guys have been banged up like you know i think tommy's gonna be okay i hope you know proctor some of those guys but man injuries are starting to mount up here 
Yeah, I mean, it's that time of year. And and look, that's a huge factor. By the way, everybody is obviously looking ahead to that Michigan game. We're 10 days away, right? And if you were to look at the look-ahead line at this point, Ohio State going up to Ann Arbor would be a five-and-a-half-point underdog if that game was played today. I actually think that the five-and-a-half is kind of a gift. I would have thought that this line would be closer to three. Uh, so I think if you're getting a, a five-and-a-half right now, now i would take it your initial thoughts on that game i know we're looking ahead but that's what we do i agree i thought it would be like three and a half yeah so I, I like the value yeah. it's not, not 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 that it's monumentally different or anything but i like the value there at at plus five and a half for the buckeyes i mean as we all know ohio state is extremely dangerous when they're an underdog it doesn't happen much they were a favorite going into the michigan game last year the only time they were an underdog was against georgia what happened in that game they outplayed georgia yeah they lost but you know i thought they the the uh, the replay official completely screwed them. Maybe not as bad as Clemson in 2019, but it kind of reminded me of that where I thought the on-field officials were on point. Um, the replay official completely screwed them. My point is Ohio State was an underdog in that game. They came out, they outplayed Georgia in their backyard in Atlanta. And when Ohio State is an underdog, and I'm not just talking about under Ryan Day, but Urban wasn't uh, undefeated as an underdog. Jim Trestle was extremely dangerous as an underdog. Forget about John Cooper. I don't know what happened with John Cooper. But uh, seriously, Ohio State is extremely dangerous as an underdog. So I like, and you're going to have every pundit in the country picking Michigan. You're going to have very few national pundits picking Ohio State, if any at all. Um, so they're going to be able to plaster that up. And then they're going to see, we're we're not just, these people aren't just saying it. We are underdogs, five and a half points. I love that Ohio State's going to go in that game as an underdog. I do too. Ohio State was a 23 and a half point favorite over Miramac tonight. Ohio State wins the game by 24. So Ohio State covers by half a point after a very, very lackluster first half where they were only up by six, but Ohio State wins 76-52 and somehow covers. Miramac's top score was out for the game, uh, but for, for the Ohio State-Minnesota game, I think the more interesting thing, Dave, for me is going to be watching Marvin Harrison, what he's going to be able to do, and maybe put up some of those Heisman numbers that we think he could be in New York in a couple weeks. I mean, does he have much of a chance? He should. He, he's the best player in college football. But It's all about what he does against Michigan in my mind. If okay. Ohio State beats Michigan, then he has a chance to win it. Yes. All right. Go Marv. That is our show for this evening. Thank you very much for joining us. For Scotty Vegas and Ryan Baker, I am Dave Biddle. This has been On the Money. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit LindsayHonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit LindsayHonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Thanks for listening to whichever game you were just listening to. Yay! Since it's over, let's join another riveting sporting contest. Yeah, yeah. Already in progress. Thank <laughs> you.
with major emphasis for all three sides of the ball, anybody who touches that rock to do everything in their power uh, to gain yards while maintaining ball security and then getting the ball on defense and special teams. This is the Cleveland Browns Preview Show. Your chance to get an in-depth preview of the week ahead in Berea. The Cleveland Browns Preview Show is brought to you by Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. You're listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. 97.1 The Fan is celebrating a quarter century of sports talk, play-by-play, and sheer nonsense. Morning Chiefs, Bishop and Friends, Rothman and Ice, Common Man and T-Bone, and the Buckeye Show. Download The Fan app today and listen anywhere, anytime. You're home for the Cleveland Browns, Ohio State Buckeyes, Columbus Blue Jackets, and Columbus Crew. The Fan, Ohio Sports Destination. Here are your hosts, Kim Carmen and Gerard Cherry. Off a big win in the Charm City, we welcome you to Week 11 in your Browns back home at Cleveland Browns Stadium for a big AFC North matchup with the heated rival Pittsburgh Steelers. Good evening, everybody. Ken Carmen alongside of Gerard Cherry. It is the Cleveland Browns preview show all along the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns radio network, and we're presented by Cardinal Credit Union. Gerard Cherry alongside of myself, Ken Carmen. Gerard Good evening, friend. Good evening, Kenneth. What do you hear? What do you say? Away we go with four downs. And away we go with four downs. There we go. Well, you got to work out the kinks sometimes. You know, week 11 could be a wild time. All right, news of the day and basically news of the season. Deshaun Watson, a lot of people have heard about this, Gerard. A few days removed from his best performance as a Brown. He's done for the year after suffering a displaced fracture to the glenoid in his right shoulder. Surgery will be next week. Watson's 2023 is over. Gerard, what was your first thoughts when you heard the news? It was shock. It was sadness. It was dismay. It was anything that you can think of that just totally catches you off guard and unprepared to hear that type of news, especially when you consider what took place on Sunday against the Ravens and how he played, especially in that second half and what it represented for the future of this football team in that you're thinking we're here we're going to go places with that type of performance from him the defense and the special team so Ken to put it very matter-of-factly I was hurt by it I was saddened by it and that's how I initially felt when I heard the news well I'll tell you what Gerard I mean when I when I heard I had to I had to announce it this morning on the fan um and it was odd because you know my co-host Anthony Lima showed me uh Deshaun's Instagram and I, I really didn't think much of it. You know, being athletes post a lot of things all the time. And and uh, I, I didn't think very much of it. And then my boss came running in. He showed me his phone. And I thought, well, I, I think he might be out for, for this game. Then in my head, I thought about it. And then I, I read the statement. And, I mean, it was surreal. It really was surreal. It took a long time for it to sink in. The Browns have worked very, very hard this year. Uh, six and three. A lot of things going well. And, Gerard, what, what made it so difficult, I mean, yeah, you lose your franchise quarterback for the entire year. And the injury is a... It looks like a one percenter of an injury. My goodness gracious! It's, it seems to be very rare. I'm no doctor, but you know, the, any any sort of reading I've done, it seemed to be a uh, a sixty four thousand uh, dollar a wound there for for Deshaun Watson. But one of the things that made it so disappointing is that you could see Gerard, you could see 
him and Kevin Stefanski working well together in the second half of that game in Baltimore. There was visible evidence that these guys were working together and doing well together. Stefanski taking care of Watson, Watson taking Watson taking care of the offense, and in and, Sapatico. And, and, and I was, I think, with a lot of Browns fans, I was really excited about what's to come. It's it's very disappointing, obviously. Yeah, it certainly is, and that we had to wait another off season then preseason and then get to a regular season to see what could be because it looked very promising Sunday afternoon in the second half of that football game. It looked extremely promising. So much so, Ken, that I had aspirations and thoughts and it still can be there. We can't give up on the season. So I'll be the first to say that. But it just seemed as if they were in motion together and that they were understanding picking up the same things and it was displaying itself on the football field and that's what you have to have that quarterback and head coach relationship especially if the head coach's offensive signal caller from a coordination standpoint is of the utmost importance and it seems like they took a turn in the right direction and now we have to have it on hiatus once again yeah you're right about that let's get the second down Second down. Next man up, not P.J. Walker, the veteran. They're going to go with Dorian Thompson Robinson. He's going to get the start on Sunday against the Steelers. Were you surprised, Gerard? No, I wasn't because I've I've seen enough to understand why they would make that move. And based upon my experience as a former professional athlete, I get why they would make it. And also, too, when you consider how well P.J. did in his performance during the preparation week, work, week rather for Baltimore, mm-hmm. that impressed him as well. And we also got to understand... For our listeners out there, Ken, they're at practice every day. They see what's going on. Someone will see this and say, well, they're taking care of the guy that they drafted. It's not like DTR was a first or second round or even a third round draft pick. So it's not about taking care of that guy and making sure that they prove themselves by who they drafted. Now, you could make the argument by sending Dobbs on that may be something to try to prove there. But ultimately, when I look at the situation, I feel I've seen the ceiling at which PJ can get to, and that's... Unfortunately, the production is just not there. While DTR, even though he had a horrific game against the Ravens at home, I still feel there's a possibility that if he can right the wrongs, make better decisions, and get some experience under his belt, we stand a better chance of this offense complementing the defense more. I ran it by my uh, the guys on the show this morning because we had another hour to talk until 10 a.m. And, and Gerard, I, I, I said it. I, I was like, I, I'd like to see DTR start. And I, I had to kind of go back against myself and think, okay, do I just do I want to be really excited about something, or, or is this the right decision for this football team? But I think you just said it. You know, there's things that he's been able to show in practice that gives them hope for this future. It gives him obviously a, a good chance to win a football game against the Pittsburgh Steelers team that will drag you down in the gutter if we can, if they can. And we'll talk about that coming up here shortly. But you know, seeing what Dorian Thompson Robinson did against the Ravens. I'd like to flush it as best I could, take care of him the best I could, and then see what we can do with now a a great triumvirate running the football. The running back by committee is working out. Running the football has been working out for this football team. And for the Browns, their first idea on defense is to stop the run. It'll be the first thing that Pittsburgh's singing up on Sunday. So definitely, it's looking better and better for the Cleveland Browns with Dorian Thompson-Robinson under center for him. Exactly, Ken. I love how you put that because at the time when we played against the Ravens, we didn't have an identity with our running game. Kareem Hunt was trying to figure things out. 
Ford is obviously trying to figure things out. And Smith, excuse me, Strong wasn't even playing that much. So it's a different running back room now. And the production level is entirely different. And on top of that, that game plan that DTR tried to orchestrate and he did not do a good job whatsoever at trying to orchestrate was designed for a guy who's played the game at his highest levels and has been in the league for seven years. That was not designed for an inexperienced rookie. And it showed. There's Anthony Walker, Browns captain and linebacker, on the challenge ahead for your Cleveland Browns. You know, I think we're, we're in a great spot. We believe in anybody that gets back there at quarterback um, that they're going to get the job done. And uh, I got to tell them, man, we don't, it don't have to be pretty. <laughs> it wasn't always pretty with Deshaun. You know, like, you know, he had to go through some times. And, you know, we had to win games 13-3, to three, whatever it is. Um, you got to do that sometimes in the NFL. And as it gets to December, January, it's going to be about stopping the run and running the football. And I think we do those two, two things really well. Anthony Walker Jr. speaks the truth. The defense has been tough all year. They have been carrying the flag for the Cleveland Browns. It looks like they're going to have to do that, obviously, over the next eight games, buddy, until DTR gets his feet wet. Exactly, and I have no problem whatsoever with the number one defense in the National Football League, in my opinion, being the focal point of this football team. And when I say focal point, Ken, I want those out there to understand what that means is that as an offense, you don't do too much. All you do is make sure that you control and possess the football with ball security. You take advantage of your opportunities when it presents itself, but you're not going out there trying to throw all over the yard. What you're trying to do is simply put Make sure that you're not putting a defense in shortened fields and you give them a chance to make sure that they have teams that have to drive 75 to 80 as opposed to 50 or 40 on them. And if you're doing that type of play and scoring some field goals and getting a touchdown every now and then and taking advantage of mistakes when it presents itself, that's how you win when you're not quite sure about the quarterback situation and you want to be led by your defense. Speaking of our drives, ours is going well. Let's get the third down. Third down. Well, we can get to this finally. Browns 33, Ravens 31. A thrilling comeback and effort by this football team on Sunday. Gerard capped off with the field goal. Dust, uh, Dustin Hopkins gets to redeem himself in this football game after the mixed extra point. And i got to tell you, Gerard, it, it was such an exciting play by Greg Newsom. They missed the extra point. I was like, all right, you know, they're down by one. Let's see what they can do. But by the end, it loomed large. But Dustin Hopkins, the play by the offense, Amari Cooper, Deshaun Watson on the run for 16 yards. Then them being able to push that offensive line and everybody getting the first down, Jerome Ford, Kareem Hunt. It was a fantastic effort. The Browns get the win, and they made a statement at M&T Bank Stadium on Sunday. You were on the sideline for it. Yeah, what I saw was sheer effort is sheer determination on the part of this football team because, Ken, they're there are moments in that game where you're saying to yourself, here we don't go again, Brownies. Here we don't go. And what you were witnessing was, okay, how do you overcome a muff fumble on the opponent's side of the yeah. football field? How do you overcome a miss extra point? How do you overcome quarterback play that was not that great? Well, heck, how do you overcome a pick six in the second play from scrimmage? But guess what they found a way to do? overcome everything I just stated. And in most cases, two out of the three of those things will bury your football team, and you're not going to win. But in our case, we found a way through resiliency and effort to overcome the adversity. Some of it we put on ourselves, and some of the Ravens did apply because they're a really good football team. But ultimately, from watching it, I walked away from that game extremely proud of our football team and what it represented and how they conducted their business and how they didn't quit and give up when there were so many reasons in which they could have done just that. Yeah, it was a true team effort by the Browns. Clawing back from 14 down, clawing back through 14 down again later on in the football game with about nine minutes left to go and fighting their way to the big victory. It's time for fourth down. 
Fourth down. A huge matchup coming up on Sunday against the Steelers. Both these teams go into this one 6-3. and three. Now it's Wednesday night. We don't know nothing happen on Thursday night football as you and Nathan will be on before that one during the Kevin Stefanski show but as we t- you and I talk it's it's Wednesday night and you have the Bengals and you have the Ravens going on in that one so it, it could open up things even more for this Browns game on Sunday, but this has huge implications. The Steelers did get the Browns in Week 2 on Monday Night Football. They could put themselves in a catbird seat with a win on Sunday afternoon over the Steelers at Cleveland Browns Stadium, Gerard. Oh, certainly, and from a division standpoint, it certainly helps the cause. And just from a morale and motivation standpoint, Ken, considering what happened to Sean Watson, if DTR can go out there and lead this offense to victory and ultimately this football team, that's going to do a major boost to the confidence of the football team overall because I ain't going to lie to you. On some levels, guys going to be like, okay, you'll tell yourself, can we do it? But you won't know until you really try. And that's what we're going to have to find out. But yes, getting a victory, considering whatever the outcome is between the Ravens and the Bengals, is going to impact us in a positive or negative way. But ultimately, we need to take care of business. And if we can beat a football team, even with DTR being out there now for Watson, who I feel we should still beat because we didn't do it last time we played, it's only going to help the cause. Seven and three looks much better yes, than 6-4. and four. Yes, it does. And speaking of these records, Kenny Pickett, he's 6-3, and three, but they got three rivers in Pittsburgh, but he's had to navigate some tough waters. Still dangerous in the fourth quarter, though. How do you see this second-year kid out of Pitt? Uh, what you have to do, kid, is apply the pressure constantly, and they're, they're going to rely heavily on the running game. And when they're relying on the running game, then they're going to start doing what? Trying to get behind you by assuming that the linebackers are going to honor the play-action fake and simply put are going to not try to get into the secondary or third level of the football field. So what you do to him is you put him under duress and you attack him. Ken, what we did last time, do the same game plan. Now, they'll be anticipating. There's some things, obviously, we need to clean up from a tackling standpoint that they took advantage of, in particular with Warren, who I think is a phenomenal running back. And then when you look at Pickens, we can't can't let him get free either. But ultimately, we shut them down. If you recall, you can make the yeah. statement. It's true. Had we just punted the football in the two possessions oh, that we had. in the fourth quarter. We yeah. were winning, yeah. despite the pick six. To go. Right. Yeah, so it, it, it was definitely a football game. With all the things that went went wrong for this Cleveland Browns football team, it was definitely a football game that you could have won over there in Pittsburgh that, that Sunday about, what, nine weeks ago already. Yes, the season we're going fast, on by on that Monday night. But, yeah, Sunday afternoon, a chance for the Cleveland Browns to win and a chance for you to be a part of all the action. Be a part of the most passionate fan base in the NFL. Join Next Gen STM, presented by Ticketmaster, the official wait list of your Cleveland Browns. Being a Next Gen STM is the best chance to become a season ticket member in future seasons. Visit clevelandbrowns.com slash waitlist to reserve your spot today. Coming up in a bit, Gerard and I will take you around the league. We'll talk to Mary Kay Cabot of the Cleveland Plain Dealer in Cleveland.com, but coming up next, Browns defensive back Mike Ford Jr., who had a terrific game on Sunday against the Baltimore Ravens. He'll sit down with our very own Jason Gibbs. It's week 11, and we get you ready for rivalry week between the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers at Cleveland Browns Stadium with the Cleveland Browns Preview Show presented by Cardinal Credit Union on the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. 
Hey, Browns fans, you don't want to miss our special bacon and beer edition of Dog Pound Drive this Sunday, presented by Sugardale and Bud Light. Located on the south side of Cleveland Brown Stadium, Dog Pound Drive will feature the Sugardale Bacon Boulevard with live music and various Sugardale bacon food options. Fans can visit the Bud Light Beer Garden for $5 beer specials from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Sunday. And remember, if you drink, don't drive. Decide to ride. Enjoy responsibly. University Hospitals Harrington Heart and Vascular Institute. Nationally recognized for precise diagnosis and treatment with the highest quality outcomes. Top-rated specialists, more treatment options, more life-saving interventions, and more clinical research to bring the latest therapies to patients. When you need heart and vascular care, University Hospitals Harrington Heart and Vascular Institute is here for you. Learn more at uhhospitals.org slash heart. From the east side to the west side, from the muni lot to the dog pound, we rally around the Browns no matter what. At Elk and Elk, no matter how tough things get, we fight for every client every day. And if you've been injured, the best fans in the world deserve award-winning attorneys to get them the compensation they need. Elk and Elk is proud to stand with you at every game and every trial. Elk and Elk, proud partner of the Cleveland Browns. Are you ready for some new Browns gear? Well, Friday could be your lucky day. This season, the Friday before each Browns home game, the Cleveland Browns are teaming up with Homage to give away a free, exclusive design t-shirt to the first 25 fans to arrive at the Friday drop location. Each week, there's a new spot, so make sure you're following the Cleveland Browns on X so you don't miss a drop. Can't make the drop? Don't worry. You can purchase each week's exclusive design at the Cleveland Browns Pro Shop on game day or until midnight online at shop.clevelandbrowns.com. Oh, Browns. In Cleveland, we believe in working hard and football. That's why Cross Country Mortgage is the official mortgage partner of your Cleveland Browns. That's two teams dedicated to getting it done and bringing home wins for the land. From buy to refi, let Cross Country Mortgage help you score the best loan. Go get one done. One, two, three, one, two, three. Reach out today at CCM.com. Equal housing opportunity. All loans subject to underwriting approval. Cross Country Mortgage, LLC. NMLS 3029. At KeyBank, we know a small moment like, Whoa, my kid's got a serious backhand. Can lead to an even bigger question like, Tennis campus how much? And that's the type of moment where we'll meet you to help you build a savings plan for expenses big and small so your money can make money. Mike, how's that sound? Sounds like match point. Sounds like love. We could serve up tennis puns all day. For every financial need, we'll meet you in the moment. KeyBank opens doors. Key Bank member FDIC. From the biggest of big games to the littlest of the little. There you go! Run, James! No, 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 first thing! Go, 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 run! Whenever you shop Meyer, you help support hundreds of local sports teams across the Midwest. From some of the biggest stadiums in the state to the familiar fields down the street. You're helping make a difference to the people and places you call home. Learn more at Meyer.com slash community. 
Coverage on the football field is just as important as coverage off the field. If you're looking for an individual and family health plan, Medical Mutual has you covered with plans that include $0 select preventative drugs, on-demand telemedicine, and access to thousands of health care providers throughout Ohio. Plus, most plans now include MedMutual Pet, a pet wellness service at no additional cost. Visit MedMutual.com slash GoBrowns to find a plan. Medical Mutual, the official health insurer of the Cleveland Browns. This is the Cleveland Browns Preview Show. The Cleveland Browns Preview Show is brought to you by Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. You're listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Here are your hosts, Kim Carmen and Gerard Cherry. Folks, be sure to visit Sugardale Bacon Boulevard and the Bud Light Beer Garden on Dog Pound Drive before Sunday's game. Located on the south side of Cleveland Brown Stadium, this week's edition of Dog Pound Drive will feature a live band, beer garden, and exciting Sugardale Bacon food options. Bacon and beer opens at 10 a.m. And remember, if you drink, don't drive, decide to ride, and always enjoy responsibly. Ken Carmen alongside of Gerard Cherry. And I tell you what, I took Axel to the game against the Arizona Cardinals a couple of weeks ago, and I'm seeing 20 making plays on special teams he's running around he's all tired out i'm going that guy's a ball player and it's mike ford and then he shows up in baltimore and he's making even more plays going after the quarterback getting into everybody's face and then coming up with a big pick of lamar jackson to get things help turned around for your cleveland browns and the six-year veteran got a chance to talk to our own jason gibbs in the player spotlight here on the Browns Preview Show, joined now by a young man, first INT in his career, and he picked a fantastic moment to do so as the Browns take down the Ravens on Sunday. Mike Ford Jr. joins us, and congratulations on a spectacular game for you. Talk to me a little bit about the day itself. Yes, sir. Um, you know, leading up to the day, we had known going into this week it would be a big game. You know, we're fighting for that division spot, trying to be number one. So going into it, you know, I had a big test seeing like how they play their, their guys on special teams. So I was prepared for that. I had a lot of energy going into it, getting ready for the game. And then um, seeing Ward take that shot um, and seeing him come out, I was just like, you know, now it's more of a role to help my team, a bigger role to help my team a little bit more. So just going out there, you know, like I said in previous interviews, next man up and just not having a drop off. And that was just kind of the role I had to come in and fulfill. All right. So immediately you get to know the entire Ravens team by, uh, by a certain hit on their quarterback. But I thought you said it best. And I, I've seen a couple other people nationally say it. You don't know if he's going to go out of bounds. Oh, yeah. Because he has that ability. To, you know, Lamar has the ability to cut on a dime. So you did the right thing, and, and you took him down. And rightfully so, no penalty assessed. Yeah. So, you know, um, like you said, Lamar Jackson, he's kind of a quarterback guy that's not going to really slide. He's not looking to go down. He kind of He's going to run the ball. He wants, he wants to get those extra yards. So, you know, seeing that as I'm getting off that block and I'm seeing him, he comes around the corner, and, I mean, if you look at the film, he's lowering his shoulder 100% so he lowers his shoulder and I just give him a good hit and it's clean it's inbounds and you know I see the team starts rallying around me and next thing you know I see all their team grab me and I'm like man what's going on I ain't do anything I just kind of playing football you know so I kind of I got out of the scuffle when I lined back up on the field getting ready for the next play and next play happened I was gonna say and then that and that next play happens in the form of your first uh, career interception take me through how the whole play unfolded there in your eyes so you know being a DB is kind of like a thing I expect you know, I lay this big hit on this guy. He's a really good player. I'm kind of like, man, I know he's going he's gonna to want his get back. So I'm lining up, and I'm kind of expecting him to go at me. Um, so, you know, I just played a fade ball. 
get my head back, see the ball coming, it's kind of underthrown, and I make a play on the ball and go celebrate with my guys. All right, so your defensive coordinator, Jim Schwartz, all about the celebration. Did you have something in mind in the event that this moment happened uh, this season in your career? Because it's big, because now you're being judged by by your teammates on defense here in terms of the celebration. So, yeah, I mean, um, I had a celebration in my mind, which is the one I did, you know, being a kid from St. Louis, Missouri. We have like a little older dance called the Mono, so I pulled that old school dance out to show the city a little bit of love. All right, so I, I lived in Springfield, Illinois for a little while, so I know I know all about Alton, Illinois and uh, the football down there. There's some, there's some good football played down there. Um, so do you have the football? Did you get the football back? So if you watch it on the film, as soon as I go down and I'm starting to run and celebrate with the ball, you see Zendarius with his hands out. He's like, Mike, give me the ball, give me the ball. So like, I hand it to him immediately, and he usually he takes them back to the equipment guys, and they hang on to them for us, and we put them in our bin so we can have those things safe. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a big moment, and a moment you could easily lose a football. Good job by Zadarius Smith. Talk about the defense, because, you know, the, the pick six happens right off the get-go, and it, it's a fluke play. It's a great defensive play by them, 7 nothing, and then, you know, it's 14 to nothing in the blink of an eye. And it's a situation that you guys had in Seattle as well, down early. And then things just kind of turn. Talk to me about the resiliency of this defense. And, you know, things might be negative early on, but then you guys get into a groove and get right back into it and make some big-time plays. I mean, like we say all the time, our defense, we set, we set the pace for this team. So, you know, even though some things like that happen, uh, we, can't, we can't sway in any way. we got to be ready to go out there and set that pace for that team. And I think we did that. We came back out there and we set the tone for the team and we got everybody going. Talking with Mike Ford Jr. here, first career interception. Brad Mellon just literally gave you the football back here, right in front of us. That, what are you thinking as you as you hold on, looking at that? Uh, man, I need another one. I need another one. Don't stop at one. You got to keep going. I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, talk to me a little bit about the the corner room and the DB room, and you know. Brandon Lynch just walked by. That room seems very tight. It's a very confident group. You can tell the, uh, all the confidence in the world. But what have those guys meant to you in your development as a player here? Uh, I mean, when I first got here, you know, I come from a lot of different teams and stuff. But just seeing how those guys approach their work, you know, I'm first getting here and I'm seeing Denzel Ward lined, line up in a walkthrough as if he's taking a, a real game rep, you know. So just seeing those things, it really it helps me to, like, lock in, like, man, this, this is serious to all the guys in this room everybody everybody's taking this serious so you know just that bringing that that professionalism to the game and you know always being locked in on your technique that's something that here is it's different than anywhere else guys are always locked in like we we jokingly we just had a walkthrough and we're out there and we got a new guy and we're just like we're like you see what's going on he's like yeah like everybody's sitting behind them even if we're not in and we're taking our reps and we're getting our reps in because you can always get an extra rep in that's awesome to hear, and that, that's from guys that have been in the league, I would think, setting the tone, and as much as, as it is coaching, it's guys in the locker room policing themselves. Oh, yeah, we hold each other to a standard. We say it all the time. That's not the standard. If someone's not holding that standard, somebody say something, you know, so you can't, you can't let something go by that's not okay, so you got to hold everybody to the standard, and we all got to be, be held there, and we got to own up to it. 
talking with Mike Ford Jr. and we're trying to get him to the Pro Bowl from the from the special team side of things. And you made your mark defensively on the field, but also all season long on special teams. And what has it been like to be here and, and be with Bubba Ventrone for uh, the first ten weeks here of this football season? Man, it's been amazing. That dude, that dude, he's a he's a ball player himself. So you know that energy that he has and just the knowledge that he has behind the game is amazing. Just to be able to sit there and learn from him and play under him because. You know, I feel like he's better than me as a player, for sure. So just being able to pick his brain a little bit and just, he's just amazing. What's the one thing you've learned outside of this organization in terms of being a pro? I mean, you, you undrafted out of college, uh, Southeast Missouri State? Yes, sir. All right, all right, I had that right. Uh, and then undrafted to the Lions, spent some time with the Falcons and the Broncos as well. What's the one thing that you've learned here in now your sixth year in the NFL? I say in my six years, I've learned, man, the most important thing I would say is treating everyone with respect, treating everyone how you'd like to be treated because you never know who has a say-so. Um, it's when it comes to your janitors, your lunch ladies, anybody. Just treat everybody with respect because you want to be respected as a person yourself. All right, I mentioned Alton, Illinois earlier. Is that is that the home of Fast Eddie's? Oh, yeah, Fast Eddie's. Oh, yeah. Got the fried chicken and the bun there. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I, I know that place well. I used to, on my way to St. Louis and Cardinal games, we would uh, always stop at uh, Fast Eddie's, man. Yeah, I used to stop there like every day after school, go grab a box of chicken or so. so. Uh, I, I love that place. All right, on a serious note, Deshaun's out for the year. It's next man up. What was Coach's message to you all this morning as you, as you turn this page to get ready for a huge AFC North game on Sunday in front of the fans? I mean, it's the same thing we say. Uh, start at start, smart, tough, accountable, resilient. But the most important thing is the team. So most importantly, we just stick together as a team. That's all, that's all we got to do. All right, taking a look at Pittsburgh, second time around. You know, it was a hard-fought, tough game on Monday Night Football, and we fell a little short, get a chance to get back at our place in front of some great fans who I know are going to be pretty amped up for this one. Oh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a good game. You know, we're, we're competing. We're See what happens on Thursday, see where we stand with that, but we're competing, you know, to continue to try and get that spot at the top. It's going to be, it's going to be a tough game. They're physical, we're physical. Good defense versus good defense. Let's just play ball. All right, where do we direct people to vote for you, special teams player? Uh, I'm pretty sure they'll have the link coming out, and uh, I'll repost the link, and you just vote every day if you can. All right, what's the Twitter handle? Mike Ford Jr. underscore. All right, perfect. And, Mike, appreciate the time. Wish you all the best. Congratulations on all the success so far, and we're pulling for you here the rest of the way. Thank you. So go to Twitter and go find the link at Mike Ford Jr. underscore and vote. Make sure you vote for Mike Ford Jr. as he joined Jason Gibbs in the player spotlight. Coming up next, we'll take you around the league. It is the Cleveland Browns Preview Show, presented by Cardinal Credit Union on the University Hospitals, Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Joe Valentine here for TNT Equipment. And no matter the height or the task, TNT has the scaffold solutions for you. For heavy-duty or high-speed needs, TNT Equipment has a vast array of mass climbing scaffold to increase production and enhance safety. Our qualified staff can install all of your scaffold, access way, and trash chute needs. Call TNT Equipment today at 614-882-1549 or check out our website at tntequip.com to see how we can make it happen for you. TNT They're trained. They're prepared. Let's do it. They're Ohio's undefeated plumbing, drain, heating, and cooling team. And they're here to tackle your problems. For plumbing, drain, heating, and cooling, there's only one team. The Waterworks. Better care. Better value. Better results. 
Call the Waterworks at 614-232-2222 or visit them online at thewaterworks.com. A proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. She, lying there longingly, hopeful. Perhaps this is the night he tries. You, before the bathroom mirror, bearish Betty hanging over the worn elastic of your briefs. If only there were a way to help you muster the fire, the attention span. Alas, there is a place. Nay, an oasis plentiful with wands and rings, potions and elixirs to restore your vitality, your passion. Lion's Den, the official oasis of pleasure, passion, and romance. Get thousands more for your trade at Riker Kia. $3,500. Trade in your vehicle for anything new or used at Riker. We'll give you $3,500 above Kelly Blue Book value. Don't spend another day in your vehicle. It's worth tons of money. Upgrade today at RikerKia.com. or newer trade. With under 130,000 miles. Must be driven to deal. Pending inspection. Kelly Blue Book fair value. See dealer for details. Trade in your vehicle. Get $3,500 more at Riker. Upgrade your trade today at RikerKia.com. Get the right Okay. We're dealing. One eight seven seven cars for kids. K A R S cars for kids. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. Donate today at carsforkids.org. Your car, running or not, could be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. Do you have a tattoo you're ready to part ways with? Reverse Aesthetics is now offering tattoo removal and your solution to a fresh start. Their advanced laser technology gently fades away unwanted ink, leaving your skin looking as good as new. The process is quick and the results are incredible. Don't let your tattoo hold you back any longer. Schedule your removal now at Reverse Aesthetics and discover the art of starting over. Free consultation and discounts for all first responders. Visit reverse-aesthetics.com. This is the Cleveland Browns Preview Show. Download the Fan app for free and immerse yourself in sports goodness. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. This is the Cleveland Browns Preview Show. The Cleveland Browns Preview Show is brought to you by Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. You're listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Here are your hosts, Ken Carmen and Gerard Cherry. Folks, be sure to visit Sugardale Bacon Boulevard and the Bud Light Beer Garden on Dog Pound Drive before Sunday's game, located on the south side of this week's edition of Dog Pound Drive will feature a live band, beer garden, and exciting Sugardale bacon food options. Bacon and beer opens at 10 a.m. And remember, if you drink, don't drive. Decide to ride. Enjoy responsibly. Gerard, let's go around the league, and I'll re-ask this from last Sunday's pregame show in Factor Fiction. Is C.J. Stroud a legitimate MVP candidate? I said it last week before he had success against the Bengals that he was an MVP candidate along with Rookie of the Year. And I'll keep to that take, Ken. He's leading the NFL in passing right now. Last time I checked, we're always talking about it's a passing league. So if a guy's winning the passing as well as potentially taking his team to the playoffs, I got to say he's in the conversation, especially when you consider how bad Houston has been prior to his arrival. Yeah, I mean, he, he's he's up there. If you win MVP, do you have to win Offensive Player, the Offensive uh, Rookie of the Year, or does that like have to go to somebody else because you won MVP? 
Well, you can't the, hold you can't hold the intercontinental title and the world heavyweight <laughs> title at the same time. You got to give up the intercontinental title. Man, Greg Valentine would agree with that. Man. <laughs> Greg Valentine, whenever he came out for the Royal Rumble later, I always looked like your dad getting out of bed in the middle of the night, running out there. You look ridiculous. Every chance he got, he'd tell you he was the Intercontinental Champion, right? <laughs> I, I, I'll say, I, I will say uh, I think he's a legit MVP candidate. We've, we've seen some weird... Uh, he's number two in passing yards. Sam Howell's number one in total right. passing yards so far this year. It, it's been a weird. It's this is two years in a row, Gerard. It's been kind of a weird year for quarterbacks here in this league. Factor fiction: the winner of the NFC South will make the playoffs with a losing record. Fiction, because I see Jacksonville or either Texans having a winning the record. N- NFC South. Oh, NFC, NFC South. South. My South. bad. NFC yeah. South. Oh, fact. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. Fact. All right, let me take a look here. It's going to be an eight and, eight and nine campaign, possibly seven and ten. Uh, Falcons just—they always want to just get in their own way. They really had a chance to seize the moment there, and now they're just mm, in the gutter. Yeah, that's strong. No, I, I, no, I'm going to say I'm going to say fact. I'm going to say yeah. eight nine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, possibly seven. I'm going to say eight nine. Yeah. Whoa, gee, seven and ten. Well, you know, if, they, when if there's a team. If there's a team that goes seven and ten, Gerard, you know that us a sports talk hosts, me in the morning, you in the afternoon, we're going to have to have that discussion about re-racking the right. the way they do the playoffs there because that man three games under five hundred's a rough. Hey, one year I almost did it with the Saints where we if we would have got a seven win, we might have made the playoffs. So it's happened before in the I NFC mean, South. Not, almost made seven it. Seven and 9's one thing, but man, seven and ten that is. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's bad. That's an ugly. That's an ugly record. Yeah. That's an ugly record to be making the playoffs there, my friend. That's like, it's all. It always kind of looks. It always kind of looks funny, like with one of the mid-major teams when they're under five hundred and they make the NCAA tournament because they won their conference title. It's right. Like, hey, you, 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 you sure you're supposed to be here? Like it's it's kind of yeah. one of them deals there. Uh, where does the blame lie? For the Buffalo Bills, in reality, was the issue really with offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey? He was let go of a couple days ago. Man, that's the most bogus thing I've seen in a long time. It lies with McDermott. It's quite simply his fault. It's your football team. You're having a problem managing personalities. You need to get digs under control. You need to tell Josh Allen, stop throwing INTs, ball security. Now, he can't go up to him and say if he's going to do that, he's going to bench him because we already know Josh is going to be there much longer than McDermott. But all he's doing is throwing other guys under the bus. Last year, it was your defense that was struggling. So what do you do? You tell Les Frazier he can't come back. And that it's you're the defense that's defense. still struggling. Gerard still, is still exactly. the defense that's struggling. They're all injured. And then this year's offense. I'm not. I'm not arguing with you. No, it, I'm not it, saying it, you just, are. I'm it, saying it just makes me so that mm-hmm. upset about it. I'm serious about it because you you have this you have this defense. Matt Milano's hurt. Trey White's dragging his leg around. I'm sorry. Von Miller is not Von Miller anymore. Right. Von Miller is the ghost of Von Miller. I hate to say it, the guy's a future Hall of Famer, but I have not seen him show up at all, all throughout this year, okay? So you knew that that was a flower that was going to wilt eventually. Again, I'm not trying to beat up on Von right. Miller. I'm trying to tell you the truth over here. And then you have an offense that by all the metrics, and hey, I, I don't have any love for, for Ken Dorsey at all, all right? It, I, I have no dog in this fight. I never met the guy. But you look at all the metrics, they're a top offense in the NFL still, and it just sounds like you're throwing a 
pound of flesh because now you're probably starting to get threatened with your future there if you're Sean McDermott. I know you know the guy personally. It just seems to be a bit of a freak-out move by Sean McDermott to try to satiate some people while they're trying to get some things figured out. But I think that throws things in even more chaos, Jordan. Right, exactly. I'm not proud of Little Red and what he's doing right now because that business of firing a dude and trying to put the blame on him, He's not the quarterback coach. He's like the offensive coordinator. And the last time I checked, they were having successful offensive plays being orchestrated. Is it his fault that Cook decided to fumble the ball twice? Is it his fault that Josh cannot make up his mind on who he wants to throw to and has been doing this for the entire of his career? He only had yeah. a year or two with Brian Dable in which he had some better decision-making. This is not on Dorsey. So you're about to watch the Bills, in my opinion, collapse. I believe in, and it, people don't like it because it's not exciting. I, I know that when we when we fire coaches and fire assistants and stuff, it's entertaining, and it gives us something to talk about. I'm really they're five and five, Gerard. I'm really big on stability. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to sit there and wait until the emperor has no more clothes. But I I, I, I believe in stifil- stability, and I right. think that that's utterly ridiculous. Yeah, you don't fire to make a move like that in the middle of the season. That's what it you're not. Down to. It's not like you're three and seven and you're a complete disaster and you're trying to pull the nose up on the thing. I mean, this is a five and five football team that, if you focus on the task at hand, should still, even with the defensive injuries, should still be able to find a wild card positioning. And I thought it was just a terrible freak out move by, by Sean McDermott. I couldn't believe it when I saw that. And then you put Joe Brady in there, <laughs> and Joe Brady, remember, he had his own problems when he was at, at, at Carolina. I mean, this was a guy who I thought was going to be on the fast track to being a head coach in major college football or in the NFL at some point there. He had already had that great success with Joe Burrow at LSU. Then it blew up in his face at Carolina. And, and the play-calling experience, and I, I know, Carolina and their quarterback situation, not necessarily with Josh Allen. Maybe it'll work out. I got nothing against Joe Brady, but when you make that decision, I don't think that that gives any Bills fan any more heart there, Gerard. Yeah, you know what Ken did wrong? He allowed the media and the fan base to see him freak out on a bad play. It's I like. Agree. It was, it was his Howard Dean moment. I agree. Howard yep. Dean did something that you shouldn't do that wasn't presidential Perfect. at the time, and he Perfect. lost the presidential race, or at least the, in the primaries, because of it. Same thing with Dorsey. Certain things people aren't willing to accept, and they cannot accept you showing signs of being under or out of control. Fact or fiction, Jim Harbaugh is back on the sidelines Saturday when Michigan faces Maryland. <laughs> is the game in Michigan? I believe it's in I'm Maryland. I'm fact. I'm calling it fact. I have no idea, but I'm calling I'm it fact. I'm saying fiction. I don't think he's going to be out there. And plus, I want another post-game speech as well. That was pretty moving. You wanted Sean Moore to cry again and start cussing out everybody on national television? <laughs> like, man, how do you thank God and then drop a bomb? <laughs> I, more than one. More than one. I'd like to thank God and bleepity bleep boop. <laughs> Trod, you and I have spent many of hours in church. I never heard a sermon like that. All right. (laughs) That is is around the league for week 11 and a wild one at that. I think think they're actually going to file that temporary restraining order. I think Harbaugh's going to be on the sidelines coming up on Saturday. All right. Well, we'll probably end up being wrong on that one. Mary Kay Cabot. Cleveland Plain Dealer, Cleveland.com. We'll talk to her about the Ravens game and Watson and preview this Steelers game coming up. Don't go anywhere. It's the Cleveland Browns preview show presented by Cardinal Credit Union on the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Times have changed here at Cardinal Credit Union because now anyone can join. When you open an account, you instantly have access to all the products and services we offer, regardless of where you live or work. The myth of having to belong to a specific group to bank with Cardinal has changed. 
We call it Instant Membership. Open an account today and enjoy the most competitive rates on savings and lending products. Visit our branches or join online at cardinalcu.com. People helping people. Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns iPhone 15 Pro on Verizon. This holiday trade in any iPhone in any condition for the new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium, Apple TV 4K, and six months of Apple One, all on us with unlimited ultimate. Act now. Visit Verizon.com. Six months of Apple One, then $10 per month. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on unlimited ultimate plan required. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Apple TV 4K and Apple One offers require eligible phone purchase with activation on unlimited ultimate. Additional terms and conditions apply. Visit Verizon.com for details. University Hospitals Harrington Heart and Vascular Institute, nationally recognized for precise diagnosis and treatment with the highest quality outcomes. Top-rated specialists, more treatment options, more life-saving interventions, and more clinical research to bring the latest therapies to patients. When you need heart and vascular care, University Hospitals Harrington Heart and Vascular Institute is here for you. Learn more at uhhospitals.org/heart. Good school attendance is the foundation for student success. Even missing a few days a month can have a lasting impact on learning. The Cleveland Browns Foundation is a proud founding partner of the Stay in the Game Network, partnering with school districts to dramatically improve attendance in Ohio. The network partners with more than 40 school districts, impacting more than 230,000 students. Increasing attendance is a team sport. Visit stayinthegame.org to take action and support strong attendance in your community. In Cleveland, we believe in working hard and football. That's why Cross Country Mortgage is the official mortgage partner of your Cleveland Browns. That's two teams dedicated to getting it done and bringing home wins for the land. From buy to refi, let Cross Country Mortgage help you score the best loan. Go get one done. One, two, three, one, two, three. Reach out today at CCM.com. Equal housing opportunity. All loans subject to underwriting approval. Cross Country Mortgage, LLC. NMLS 3029. Ready to kick off your next painting project? Ask Sherwin-Williams. From pregame prep to postgame cleanup, Sherwin-Williams has everything you need to tackle your next project and create a winning look. For expert advice and the very best paint, stop into your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams store for all of your game day needs. Find your nearest store location at Sherwin-Williams.com. Sherwin-Williams, the official paint supplier of the Cleveland Browns. This is Browns defensive end Miles Garrett. This is Greg Newsom II, and you are listening to the University Hospitals Cleveland Browns Radio Network. University Hospitals is your hometown medical team, an official health care provider of the Cleveland Browns. Over the last couple of weeks, Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator for the Pittsburgh Steelers, has been on the sidelines, and they have been running the ball more. And such an interesting coincidence, the Browns and Jim Schwartz and their defensive coordinator pride themselves on stopping the run. We are going to come to loggerheads coming up at 1 p.m. on Sunday as your Cleveland Browns host the Pittsburgh Steelers. And to preview it, to talk about the Deshaun Watson injury, and to go over their win against the Ravens, we welcome in Mary Kay, Mary Kay Cabot of the Cleveland Plain Dealer in Cleveland.com. Mary Kay, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. All right, Mary Kay, we got to go over the Deshaun Watson injury first. I mean, this this was a a huge day of news for the fan base. What do you believe? And I know that he spoke to the media earlier, but what do you believe is the next course of action for Deshaun Watson here, and when he can start throwing again here over the winter? Well, you know, I talked to an orthopedic surgeon today uh, who did tell me. Now he has not treated 
Deshaun, but I talked to one who said, you know, that he should probably be able to be back to kind of full or close to full football activity within the next six months or so. And um, so that would put him back on the field sometime in um, in May, which is right around the te- time of organized team activities and gearing up for mini camp in June. Uh, and again, you know, maybe he can come back sooner than that and start throwing the ball. Uh, but in terms of sort of, you know, full football activity, that's kind of what I was hearing. And Mary Kay, when you first heard the news, what was your initial reaction? Oh, I feel so bad about this, but I was talking to Lee shocked about this. And I still am in disbelief like Deshaun. I can barely believe that this happened. Uh, for the past couple of days, I had been talking about uh, how I think that this team finally had a bona fide chance to go to the Super Bowl and that we were not crazy to utter it. We weren't crazy to think about it because they have a championship defense. And then it looked like they had their elite quarterback back, uh, you know, in the kind of form that you would need uh, to get that far into the playoffs. And I really felt like any team that was going to have to face these Cleveland Browns in the playoffs was not going to want to do it. They were going to have to really work their tails off to get past this defense. And then of course, uh, past this offense. So, uh, you know, I think it's it's devastating, but I'll tell you what, we've talked to enough players today who, you know, they still have their Super Bowl hopes, dreams, and goals in front of them, and they are not giving up on that notion. Mary Kay Cabot joining us here on the hotline. Mary Kay, with the announcement of DTR going against the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, they go after rookie quarterbacks, and they're probably going to be sending a lot of blitzing. And the offensive line is still in a state of flux right now. We should find out later in the week about everybody working on this football team and who might start, who might not be able to start. But how do you think Kevin Stefanski goes about handling this rookie in his second start in the NFL, obviously this time with a lot more time to get ready? Well, a lot more time to get ready is imperative. Uh, I even talked to DTR two weeks ago about the fact that he got thrown into that Baltimore game two and a half hours before the game is when he found out he was starting. And that is just a really tough thing to do to a rookie against uh, a team like that, like the Baltimore Ravens. And then, of course, coming up here against the Pittsburgh Steelers. But now he knows ahead of time they will be able to devise a game plan that is rookie-friendly, that you know they'll help him, they'll support him with way more of a run game. Now they have their act together in the run game. They're number two in the NFL in rushing. So they will definitely spend plenty of time running the ball against this team and um and they will, you know, they'll do some screen passes and some other things to try to keep him out of harm's way and to prevent him also from throwing those dreaded interceptions. And Mary Kay, why do you think they opted for DTR as opposed to PJ Walker? I just think on balance, they're really excited about DTR and what he brings to the table from, uh, you know, just from a reading defensive standpoint. And he started 48 games at UCLA. I think that, you know, they consider that to be, uh, you know, just a lot of really good quality football experience. I think they believe that once he has a game plan suited to him, that he won't be throwing those kind of interceptions, that he'll make smart and wise decisions. I mean, it's a bit of a risk, you know, it, it's a bit of a risk. He's, he's a rookie. He hasn't seen uh, a lot of ball. And, uh, you know, again, the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be coming after him and making life as hard on him as humanly possible. Uh, but I do think that they felt like just on balance from arm strength, 
decision making and some of the other, you know, just skill set things that he brings to the table. Uh, they like him better than PJ. Yeah, the intangibles are certainly there. And then Mary Kay, when you think about this team, can having DTR be a game manager and just doing basic things be enough for this football team, in your opinion, to win games? You know, it could be. If you have a really, really good running game and then a decent enough passing game, and he should be able to hit some of those shots to Amari Cooper. I mean, he, he's going to get the protection, I think, for the most part, uh, depending on what's going on with the tackles this week. Uh, if he has a little bit of time, you know, he's got the arm to get the ball deep, uh, so he should be able to get some of those explosive plays and again, once again, now you've got, you know, Kareem Hunt, you've got Jerome Ford out there that w- really will be supporting him in the running game and the passing game. He's a playmaker. You know, the thing that I asked Kevin Stefanski about today is how, you know, how do you keep the playmaker in DTR, uh, but also take the interceptions out? You know, you really want him to be that gunslinger, but you don't want him throwing the picks. So they're going to have to strike that balance somehow. Mary Kay, a final one. How big is David Njoku's role in this offense, not just throughout the year, but now for the future? Oh, it's it's huge. I mean, he can do so many things for this offense. And even when you talk about attacking the middle of the field, like they are going to try to do against the Steelers with uh, with their great linebacker, Quan Alexander, out for the year. Uh, you know, you're going to be able to use David over the middle. You're going to be able to use him as a blocker. I mean, there's so many things that he can do, and I think DTR will rely on him heavily in the red zone and in the end zone, and I do see more touchdowns in David's future. Mary Kay, thank you for the time, and we'll talk to you down the line later on this week. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you, Mary Kay Cabot, joining us from the Cleveland Plain Dealer and Cleveland.com. Coming up next, we'll preview the Kevin Stefanski Show for Thursday and get you set for game day on Sunday. It's Ken Carmen alongside of Gerard Cherry. It's the Cleveland Browns Preview Show, presented by Cardinal Credit Union on the University Hospitals. Cleveland Browns Radio Network. You expect your home to protect everything you love, but you don't expect the ways water is breaking down your crawl space and damaging your home. Musty smells, sagging floors, mold are just a few signs your crawl space is compromised. But there's one way to get answers to all your concerns. A free home inspection from Ohio Basement Authority. We put water back in its place. Get your free inspection at ohiobasementauthority.com. A new Subaru is the car for those who want adventure, comfort, and safety all in one vehicle. It's perfect for your daily commute or a weekend getaway. And whether you need something new or something serviced, you can always trust the hometown team at Buyer Subaru Dublin. Stop by and ask about our military and first responder savings. Visit us under the windmill in Dublin at 270 and Sawmill or shop online at BuyerSubaruDublin.com. Come see why it's better to buy from buyers. Here at the Waterworks, our customers call us all kinds of names. We almost had a disaster. You're my sewer saver. My home feels so much better. Thank you for being my furnace fixer. Call us whatever you'd like, but first, you have to call us. Give the Waterworks a ring at 614-232-2222. Better care, better value, better results. That's what you get with the Waterworks plumbing, drain, and heating and cooling services. She, lying there longingly, hopeful. Perhaps this is the night he tries. You, before the bathroom mirror, bearish belly hanging over the worn elastic of your briefs. 
If only there were a way to help you muster the fire, the attention span. Alas, there is a place, nay, an oasis plentiful with wands and rings, potions and elixirs to restore your vitality, your passion. Lion's Den, the official oasis of pleasure, passion, and romance. You probably know the Atlas Butler phone number. 1-800-FURNACE But maybe you don't know. You can also call 1-800-FURNACE For the highest quality plumbing services. Clogged drain? 1-800-FURNACE Leaky pipe? 1-800-FURNACE Yes, the Atlas Butler phone number says furnace. Kind of weird for plumbing. But hey, life is weird sometimes. Ever seen a platypus? Once you get your hot stuff freshly grilled right in front of you at Jersey Mike's, I'll tell you, there's no going back to anything else. That'd be like going back to calling your friends on their home phone. Hello, McDougal residence. Hi, can Jerry come to Jersey Mike's? Jerry! May I ask who's calling? It's Danny. It's Donnie! Pick up the phone! Yoo-hoo! You know what? I'll call him when the cell phone gets invented. Nope. There's no going back once you get it freshly grilled. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. My grandmother taught me an important lesson. She said, Brian, you are what you can't let go of. What did she mean? She was saying that the things you cling to define you. What did you do? I got rid of a bunch of junk, and it felt good. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. When we've worked our magic, you'll feel as light as a feather. As free as a bird. As happy as a puppy. And you'll glitter when you walk. But we make junk disappear. All you have to do is point. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.com. Hey, it's Bobby Carpenter, and we've all felt it, that fall chill in the air. And while it may make you think of football season and Thanksgiving, that means those cold temperatures in Ohio are coming soon. So there's still time to have your roof repaired or replaced to ensure that your family is going to be taken care of this holiday season. So go with the company you can trust like I did, Newman Roofing. They do an unbelievable job, and they will take care of you with their quality products and service the way they did my family. So go give them a call at 614-NEW-ROOF or check them out at newmanroofing.com. You're listening to the Cleveland Browns Preview Show. If you love football, you've come to the right place. Your radio home for the Browns, the fan. This is the Cleveland Browns Preview Show. The Cleveland Browns Preview Show is brought to you by Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. You're listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Here are your hosts, Kim Carmen and Gerard Cherry. Nathan Zagura and Gerard Cherry, they are on the road again Thursday night to the home of the Queen of Hearts, the Grayton Road Tavern. Stop on out and meet Browns kicker Dustin Hopkins as the crew gets you ready for the Browns and Steelers Part Two. Brought to you by Bud Light. Easy to Sunday and easy to enjoy. A program update for everybody, by the way. A reminder to you fine folks, next week the Browns preview show comes to you Monday. Monday. Mark it in your calendars and your date books. November 20th due to the Thanksgiving holiday coming up next Thursday. Gerard, what are we watching for on Sunday as the Browns take on the Pittsburgh Steelers? <laughs> Same thing everybody's going to be watching. How our offense orchestrates itself against one of the best defensive pass rushes in the league with Watt and along with Highsmith. I mean, you're going to have to make sure you hold up your end of the bargain for the tackles that are out there and obviously what DTR can do under the circumstances of playing now the starting quarterback role for our football team. 
Special teams, always very, very, very important. Uh, we were talking to Mike Ford. J- uh, Jason was talking to Mike Ford uh, earlier today. Obviously a very important thing. One of the things that flipped the game for the Cleveland Browns on Sunday and almost flipped it right back. So mm. we got to mind our P's and Q's on special teams, don't we, Gerard? Yes, we do. Of uh, the utmost importance. We score when we get the opportunity to do just that. And we also flip the field, Ken, because yes. I got a feeling this could be one of those old school Field position football games, and the team that flips the field the best generally wins these games. You know Mike Tomlin would love to pull the thing down in the ditch and get the fighting going, and Mm. we will get you ready for all of it again with Nathan Zagura and Gerard Cherry Thursday night from the Great Road Tavern. Stop on up, meet Browns kicker Dustin Hopkins, and get you ready to go with the Kevin Stefanski Show, brought to you by Bud Light. Easy to Sunday and easy to enjoy. Sunday morning, 9 a.m., Cleveland Browns game day. Gerard Cherry and Matt Fontana kick your day off 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. It's the Cleveland Browns kickoff show with Andy Baskin and Tyvis Powell. Then kickoff at Cleveland Browns Stadium. Your Cleveland Browns taking on division rival the Pittsburgh Steelers. Thanks as always to producer Meredith Kane, executive producer Jason Gibbs. I'm Ken Carmen with my buddy Jason Gerard Cherry. Thank you for listening. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to the Cleveland Browns Preview Show. Join us next week at this time for more behind-the-scenes Browns news from Berea. The Cleveland Browns Preview Show has been brought to you by Cardinal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Cleveland Browns. You're listening to the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. 97.1 The Fan is celebrating a quarter century of sports talk, play-by-play, and sheer nonsense. Morning Juice, Bishop and Friends, Rothman and Ice, Common Man and T-Bone, and the Buckeye Show. Download The Fan app today and listen anywhere, anytime. You're home for the Cleveland Browns, Ohio State Buckeyes, Columbus Blue Jackets, and Columbus Crew. The Fan, Ohio sports destination. This is the University Hospital's Cleveland Browns Radio Network. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. We return you to our regularly scheduled programming already in progress. Please enjoy not knowing what they're talking about. The fan, Ohio's sports destination. This guy's like, I just, yeah. I just don't know how it's going to turn out. I don't either. Well, Gary, thanks so much for your time this evening. We definitely appreciate you tonight. Thanks a lot, guys. There he goes. Gary Washburn, Boston Globe NBA reporter with us here on Game Night. He's Emmett Golden. I'm Q Myers. Coming up next, what's the four-on-one when it comes to the suspension of Draymond Green, the one he received on Wednesday? It's Game Night on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Hey, it's Greeny, and the NFL weekend kicks off with a monster game on Thursday night. Ravens and Bengals. Could it mean the end for Cincinnati if they don't win? We'll talk about that and more Thursday morning. Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. You already know Prize Picks is the most fun you'll have this football season. But now you can play during basketball season too. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on the projected stats, and place your entry. You could turn $10 into $250. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. 
Visit prizepix.com slash play now and use code play now. That's code play now at prizepix.com slash play now. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepix.com for restrictions and details. Today, football is a game of sound. What if you can hear your coach's play calls? What if you can hear the referee's whistle? For deaf and hard of hearing athletes like me, these what ifs are a reality. But with the AT&T 5G helmet, now we can see play calls just like the other teams hear them. Connect the player, change the game. Learn more at att.com slash 5G helmet. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. AT&T is a proud supporter of the Gallaudet Bison. AT&T 5G helmet, not for sale. Hey, it's Evan Cohen coming up Thursday. Deshaun Watson out for the year. So are the Browns playoff hopes officially dead? It's Unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. 10 million viewers tuned in. All eyes were on the college basketball has arrived. We've moved you. Now you feel it. We're an unflinching, undeniable force. That's our move. A new season of women's college hoops on the networks of ESPN. Home of March Madness. Hey, this is Freddie Coleman. And coming up on Thursday, we get you ready for Ravens versus Bengals. And could the winner of this game win the AFC North? It's Freddie and Harry. Always a winner at 3 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Captain Marvel has returned. So what are we looking at? There's a different reality leading into ours. And a new era arrives. You come up, protect your people. You're forgetting something. I'm invincible. Experience the moment everyone is talking about. She tore a hole in space. I'm asking for one last fight. I'm ready. Now! The Marvels. Rated PG-13. In theaters everywhere now. AB inappropriate for children under 13. Saturday on ESPN Radio. The city is divided by this rivalry. This game will give you goosebumps. We don't just share a state, we share a city. It's the fight for the victory bell at the Coliseum in Los Angeles. When UCLA and USC go head-to-head in one of the most intense rivalries in college football, USC, UCLA. Coverage begins Saturday at 3 Eastern with kickoff at 3.30 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ABC. Presented by Dr. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.